What's up and welcome to Ube Island Podcast. This is episode number 10. Still going strong. <laughs> How's your week? Uh, my week was pretty damn busy. Um, coming off that f- three-day weekend, for some reason, it, they decided to be extra busy at work this week. And yeah, I was pretty tired heading into this weekend, but still got a lot of work done this weekend. And I'll go over that in a second. But first, I gotta speak about what's going on in Texas. It's pretty crazy what's going on in Texas. Um, if you didn't know, they had this crazy winter storm. And I guess it was unprecedented or they didn't expect it. Because <laughs> the power lines ended up, or the power grid ended up not working or something or collapsing. And that forced a lot of Texans to be in this super cold weather without heat, without water, without can't cook food or do anything. And as a Californian, you know, living out here, I'll say for everybody out here, we don't really understand cold weather. (laughs) I mean, our definition of cold is not that cold. I mean, when we think of cold, we're probably thinking like, overnight in san francisco and i've done that too like i've i I literally slept overnight in san francisco for for a pair of sneakers of course you know (laughs) and that cold was really insane to me at the time i mean i was shivering i had my blanket and my jackets and my layers but even despite that i was really really cold (laughs) and i didn't think it could get much colder than that but Then I went to Philadelphia a few years back, and (laughs) I went there around January, and it just so happened that there was an extreme cold weather advisory right when we, (laughs) during the time we went to Philly, and I'll tell you, man, that was the coldest cold I've ever felt in my life, and (laughs) me, who's experienced really, really hot weather from like 110 degrees or 100 degrees in humidity I've always said like I'd rather rather I'd much rather have cold weather but after staying in Philly during that time like I never want to be in cold ever again I mean it was literally like zero zero degrees out there and uh, man just walking around the streets of Philly I I I was searching for I, I was searching for the sun or any kind of sunlight and every time the sun poked out I was just like <laughs> I was so happy I never have been so proud and so thankful to see the sun in my life. And yeah, just just that cold weather is just way too much. I mean, in the hot weather, like you could you could do a lot of things. I mean, you could still walk. I mean, you could run. Yeah, you you'll be exhausted, but I mean, your body still could work. I mean, for the most part, but when it's cold, like you literally can't do anything. You're you're frozen pretty much. I mean, you can't I mean, I, you can't move your fingers. You can't. It's it's hard to do a lot of things, and I'm seeing. I'm thinking that's how it is in Texas right now, with that snow and all that. I mean, I saw like icicles being formed in the room and all that stuff, and water water pipes bursting because the w- water froze and you know expanded. And I can't imagine how much pain they're going through. And I hope they're doing well. Uh, we could blame politics on the whole power grid and 
it kind of could be, but moving politics aside, I mean, there's a huge infrastructure problem going on in America. It's not just Texas. There's a lot of places here, and we kind of got a glimpse of it during the pandemic, but there's a lot of places in America that can't withstand a natural disaster or some minor or some big power collapses or things like power outages, you know. Uh, yeah, we did we did experience that in California too with the power outages, and I, I don't think we did that bad, but it could be really bad in the future. And yeah, but that's another story. Um, but back to me um, during this week, uh, you know, I was busy at work and just <laughs> making money the hard way, you know. <laughs> and yeah, but I was really looking forward to this weekend because. I was going to work on my first YouTube video for Ube Island Sports, and that's what I concluded, or semi-concluded with this Sunday. I worked on, I made the script on Saturday, recorded the script Saturday night, and then on this Sunday, today, uh, I gathered up all the clips and started cutting them up on Final Cut Pro, and that took like all day, kind of, I was on and off, really. Cause I was watching NASCAR and then the women's national team and then the Sixers played today. So I was working in and out, but yeah, I was really, <laughs> I did pretty good for my first time. And I, I finished the rough draft of the video. I just had to polish it up and then I was going to add some music in the background and then some images. <laughs> I still don't have a logo for the channel, but yeah, not, not a bad first weekend with it, but one thing I will say is that it's extremely hard to do these videos now. Like, I always knew that making YouTube videos was really, really difficult because, one, you had to create the content, then, B, you had to gather all the content and script it out, and then, then you got to edit it, then you got to fix all this thing, all the stuff to make it look good, and it's a lot of work, so... <laughs> And I think a lot of old people think that YouTube is easy work. It is not easy. <laughs> I spent maybe all the Saturday, well, not all the Saturday and all Sunday, but I spent a lot of hours just working on recording, scripting, writing the script, and then getting the videos, getting the content, then cutting it, editing it, and then finally polishing it, which I'm going to do tomorrow. And yeah, doing that and then this podcast and then music it's a lot of work <laughs> but yeah i got it done and it, it's fun and i think i'll have it out by wednesday so hopefully you guys are looking forward to that <laughs> anyways uh yeah short week i guess i'll do a short podcast anyways i mean football's done i'm trying to think of other topics but i guess we'll go back to basketball um Sixers wise, I mean, the big news this week: Joel Embiid got named his to another All Star. I think he's the starter again. I don't really care about All Star games, to be honest with you, but it's a nice accolade, I guess. And they're not supposed to be playing in the All Star game this year, anyways, but they're being forced to by Adam Silver, of course. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe for money, but I don't really care about the All Star this year. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, congrats to Joel Embiid, and he followed up that 
the news of him becoming an all-star by showing out against the Bulls on Friday and he went off for a career high 50 points and yeah it's it surprisingly it is the first time he's ever hit 50 I swear he's done it before but yeah career high 50 I feel like he could go for 50 every night <laughs> but yeah he usually hovers around a 40 point area but this game was running a little close and Joel Embiid was really really efficient in this game and so he was definitely going to hit 50 and he did it and he it was a close game against a pretty okay team I guess the Chicago Bulls are all right and you know like I said about Joel Embiid this season if he smells blood if he knows that you're food he's gonna eat you up period and Wendell Carter Wendell Carter from the Bulls you know he's young and he he looks nice on offensive end he did some cool stuff but whatever he he was toast <laughs> from the beginning like Jojo knew that he couldn't guard him and he absolutely dominated like he did everything against him he backed him down bullied him in the post he hit him with that signature jab step toying with him and then hitting that jumper <laughs> like he always does and then you know he's hitting the threes and then I think he hit a euro step on him on a fast break but yeah it was just full-out dominance by Joel Embiid and as big of a, an accomplishment as it is surprisingly I'm not really that crazed about it like <laughs> I'm not taking them for granted of course but like I kind of expect him to score 40 and 50 every night he should be especially if there's not really a good defender on him and yeah got the W and on the other side Zach Levine looked really really good he's probably he should be an all-star and yeah he's one of my favorite players around the league and he's just so dominant and he's super athletic and he could have some nice dunks in the game and he had a nice one in, in that game but yeah uh shout out to Joel Embiid 50 points um what else but yeah uh to squeeze out another 10 minutes I guess or five minutes I guess I'll talk about all the bubbles that I'm probably a part of right now <laughs> I'm a part of a few bubbles I guess that are about to burst I I mean I'm in crypto with bitcoin the stock market and then now sports cards i mean these are all pretty much bubbles that are eventually going to burst I, I don't think they're going to climb for too much longer first of all uh stock market i think had a really bad week this week or the past couple weeks it's been a rather quote bull market for the most part since the pandemic last year and it's kind of due for a market correction or a big sell-off i don't think there's going to be, be a big crash like the stock market crash back in 2008 but i think there there will be a big market correction and sell-off <laughs> per se or whatever they say but yeah i mean apple still hasn't climbed up there's a lot of stocks that are just maybe overvalued i think tesla is definitely definitely overvalued as much as I love the company, <laughs> but really it's just the result of a bunch of shorts losing and then a bunch of people buying in and it's hyperinflated and I do think it, it'll maybe drop under 700, which I have it set for, set, set to sell at, but I do think eventually Tesla will climb and be one of 
the biggest companies ever but there's going to be a huge dip coming up and i'm just waiting for when it's going to happen <laughs> and speaking of tesla and elon musk um elon musk went once again tweeted about bitcoin or did something about bitcoin but something happened where now it's legitimately over 50,000 and it's now at like what 54 57,000 now and this whole time I was <laughs> I saw it at 30,000 a while back and I just kept staring at it but I was planning on purchasing other stuff so I didn't focus on Bitcoin and then yeah Elon Musk tweets about about it then it hits 43 and then I think Bitcoin or Tesla buys like 1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin in a couple or this week or last week or something like that and now it hits over 50 and then more people are buying it 56 57 and now you know the FOMO in me the emotional side of me wants to buy it because the fear of missing out or I missed the ex I missed the exit or I missed the bus <laughs> and no I, I sat still and I do believe that it will drop and dip soon I don't know where I mean, when Bitcoin hit 40 and it was hitting 46 and then it drops to 30, it's going to be a huge sell-off by a lot of rich people and I'm just waiting for it to do that. And thinking maybe 40, I'll go back in, but yeah, I mean, the funny thing about Bitcoin is that it's meant to be a good thing, you know, it's, it's, it was designed for the people, it was designed against inflation and all that stuff, giving people an alternate mode of currency but now if you look at it it's just becoming another billionaire thing like you notice like a lot of people that are buying like, huge chunks are really rich people so it's just going to be the same thing it's just going to be a bunch of wealthy corporations and groups of people holding majority of all the, the bitcoin and then all the poor people and people that can't afford that much aren't going to have enough bitcoin you know and as the price goes higher and higher, the rich are going to get richer, and then, you know, the wealth disparity and all that, it's going to get, the gap is going to widen, and, you know, society is going to get worse and worse, and crime's going to go up, and, you know, all the fun stuff. But, yeah, that's another thing to think about with Bitcoin, but, yeah, we'll worry about that in another, <laughs> another year, I guess. Other bubble is a uh, sports cards i mean i'm just absolutely flabbergasted at just how much money people are spending on cards i thought i was kind of the dumb one for spending like two g's on a patrick mahomes rookie card but there are people spending like millions of dollars on cardboard i don't care if it's like michael jordan or mike trout like that's kind of stupid <laughs> like i i really think that this is a bubble i think there's a lot of people that are investing in it that are eventually not a lot of people are going to buy into these prices and they're going to drop down and people are going to sell off and then yeah but for me lucky for me i'm in the hobby not for in as an investment but mostly um as for fun like i like cards i like collecting them i like looking at the, the designs i mean i've i got photoshop to make my own cards <laughs> i mean it's something that i genuinely like and if the cards do lose value, I don't really care. <laughs> and lastly on his pod, I guess I, I just thought about it right now. Um, 
we landed on Mars once again. NASA landed Percy, I think that's his name, Perseverance on uh, Mars on sometime this week. I forgot, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's nice to see humans come together and do something awesome rather than all the shitty stuff that I've been hearing recently, whether it's like these crimes and all that stuff and then pen or pandemic and also the Texas Texas thing here and all the politicians like Ted Cruz going to Cancun or that mayor that said the strong will survive <laughs> like what the hell but yeah it's just nice to see humans for once come combining coming together and doing something awesome and yeah, it's awesome to see us land on Mars once again. USA, NASA, you know, United States comes through again. And yeah, the possibility of life on Mars is possible. I think there is water. There was once water in Mars. And I think Perse Perseverance is going to find the soil samples to prove that there was life on Mars. And that means that I am moving to Mars in 2044, maybe. But yeah, I definitely want to be on that spaceship. Because <laughs> right now, America is not looking too good. I think there's some areas in the world that might work. But greed, you know, division, religion, po politics has really crumbled a lot of areas on this earth. And... It's not looking too good, and I don't have faith in the future. So, yeah, I do want to be on a spaceship in 2045, did I say that? Or 2048. Um, I wanna, I'm going to be there, and I hope all the cool people will be on that spaceship. I hope Joel Embiid is on there. I hope Batiste Eibel is on there. I hope uh, Aaron Donald, all the cool people, you know, Britney Spears. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to Mars and shout out to this new week that's coming up. Um, hope you guys have a good week. Short podcast. Uh, let's see what we can do this week and see what we can do with our blessings. Um, I think that's about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I should go to sleep. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. It's the Ube Island podcast. Thanks.